Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the Win Back Small Forward Podcast. Today we're going to bring you our Euros predictions, our potential dark horses for the tournament, and any potential going and good winners. Um, as usual, I'm joined by my three special co-hosts, Richard Shaker, Shomik Dutta, and Ryan Ninja. But lads, before we do get to um, the Euros predictions, we're going to go to a talk to our resident Man City fan, and ask him why he thinks uh, Pep is a genius tactician. So Ryan, take it away. Okay, so yes, first things first, we lost the finals. Quite a bit of loss because we lost 1-0, which meant we were this close to actually winning or at least making it into extra time. I think first things first, um, the starting lineup was a bit interesting to see. I feel one of City's biggest drawbacks this season is not being utilising our players in the most efficient manner in very big. And the final was a, a, a it was it was it was the pinnacle of that really, right? Starting Sterling at striker, it just doesn't make sense, you know. When when someone has historically not been able to shoot um, that well, right? In big games, we've seen this multiple times throughout the UCL. Um, wait, why are we all laughing? Wait, cut this part out. I swear he started a striker. He started on the left wing. No, because you and I were talking about this. I swear he started as a striker. I swear Sterling was... Hold on the check. I want to check this real quick. Hold on. Um, I just look, I'm just looking. It was De Bruyne at the false nine. Yeah, it was De Bruyne yeah. false nine and Sterling left wing. And at some point, they switched him over to striker. I, I know that much because the guy, yeah, the contenders were talking about it. Okay, let me restart that whole thing again. I'm so sorry. Hey. I'm glad he started. Yeah. No, I, I wasn't laughing. laughing at that. I was I was laughing at that. I wasn't laughing at that. It's totally oh, I, I thought okay. But but yeah, but I guess I guess back to the right, main Ryan, Ryan, wait, 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 wait. Before you start it again. Um I'm just I'm gonna pull up something for you. I'm gonna share your fucking screen. And it's gonna be guarded. I guarantee it's gonna no, be guarded. No, 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 it's not. It's it's just the way City lined up. See so you know Oh, thank you. I actually appreciate that. That'd be very nice. This is how they uh, lined up, I believe. Yeah. You can share it. Three, two. Uh, I think I enabled it. Double check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. Just, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. He. He. Uh, um. Okay. Don't worry. Don't worry about. It. Don't worry about. It. it was. Yeah. It was Sterling. It was Sterling on the left. The yeah. boy at the false nine. Gotcha. Oh, I can hear someone's PC fan having a Yeah, cry. someone. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, okay, we can it was, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, yeah, back to my main point. I think Pep, Pep tends to, to overthink big games quite a bit. And we've seen this on numerous occasions, right? It's become a bit of a recurring motif in, in our biggest games that he just overthinks, right? We've had the winning formula for a very long time, right? We set a new record this season, right? For the most wins in top flight English football across, like, you know, all competitions. We had that winning formula, we just didn't utilize it in that final. Let's talk about Chelsea as well for a second. Chelsea's lineup was insane. And I think their primary reason for winning that game was not so much their attack, but it was their defense. From Aspiqueleta to Ben Chilwell to Rudiger, that whole defensive line put their all to make sure that we could not score. And there were plenty of times we were close, but we just could not break through. 
you know, after Havertz scored just before half time, I think that's when we we started to realize, look, City are not going to win this, right? And Tuchel was smart too. If you watch the replay back, or if you even watch the match live, right? The moment they scored, they had seven, eight players dropping back. The moment we had any of our players into their half, right? It was so difficult for us to find a way to really crack their defense open. And when we did, you know, you had Rudiger coming in as a you know, sliding tackle, saving the day. You had Aspicler doing the exact same thing. And yeah, you had Myers shooting towards the end, still not getting anything. So it was very, it was, it was a hard loss as, as a City fan to bear our first ever UCL final to see us lose like that. But I think all credit to the team for doing, still doing a good job getting to that final. Yes, there were a few mishaps here and there. PSG definitely weren't on their form in the semis. Um, but ultimately, I think making a final um, without your talisman and putting up a good fight nonetheless is still an achievement to be proud of. You know, losing 1-0, it still means that we tried our best defensively too. Um, of course, Havertz's goal was one of the very few mistakes that we made and hence we ended up losing 1-0 too. Um, but yeah, look, hopefully next season we can we can come back you know, there's a famous saying that when you make it to a final, you lose it the first time, next time you're in there, you win it. And I think this time round, we have more of a reason to win it. One of the other things I'd like to quickly talk about too, we've got to this final, is the fact that it was Aguero's last game for the club as well. And, you know, I think a lot was riding on that for us to really get him that win, right? I don't know if you guys have seen, it was floating around on social media after the, after the game, which just added some salt to the wound that was already quite exposed. It was a... It was a, a news article by the Mirror uh, with a quote from Agora saying he won't leave till he wins the UCL. And I think, like, of course, like, yeah, it's it's fine to think about it now, right? But but the, but the fact of the matter is that we couldn't get him one, and we were so, ever so close this time. So, I think as a as a way to honor the memory, honor the last ten years he's given to us, it's only fair that we really try and try our best to, you know, win next season as well. And hopefully, with better acquisitions, um, better transfers and a more robust team. And honestly, just less overthinking from Pep. I really think we have a good crack at winning this um, next season round. So yeah, as, as, a, as a very sad and disgruntled City fan, those are my closing words for this UCL final. And I think it's fair that we don't talk about this ever, ever again. <laughs> uh, so right, just quickly, right? Last week we were talking about how it wasn't like the players fault. I None of them played well. I think we all agree on that. Mm-hmm. Or was it like just Pep doing his usual overthinking of the tactics? Um, good question. I think it was a mix of both. Pep's overthinking um, definitely hasn't has has a pretty big influence on the tactics during the games, right? Ultimately, he's the mastermind behind whatever plays are made, whatever t- types of passes are made. You know, the kind of attacking football that is being played, the kind of defensive football that's being played. And I think we can all agree here that for a UCL final, that was an extremely attacking game from both sides. So it seemed that Pep really set out to hunt some goals in the first half to assert dominance. It just didn't happen. Um, So I think from Pep's perspective, yes, overthinking and choosing those tactics maybe wasn't the best idea, but I think to an extent, a few players were at fault too. Obviously, Sincheco led to that initial goal from Havertz going through, right? I think Sterling not making the right pass and choosing to go up the wing instead of passing in to the middle. I think it's just all those small little errors that really accumulated us, accumulated to, to us just not winning. Um, so I think it's a mix of both. But when you've reached a final and, and you know, with your, with your history, you never won one before, there's a lot of pressure. And as a player, I'm assuming that if, you, if you're playing for a team like City, you know, that has had wonders domestically, 
the last thing you need is this European trophy to really complete it off as a club for this decade. So I think nerves definitely got to the players as well. And all the post-match interviews were very similar in that, you know, this was something for City to really cap off what's been a fantastic decade of football for the club. Um, so, yeah, I think, um, I think Ryan, it's... A, can I yeah. ask you one question? Sure. Um, I, I felt like Pep, in his post-match analysis, in his post-match interview, he said, you know, it's the first time a lot of these players reached the UCL final. But Chelsea also had no previous finalist, Bartiago Silva, who hadn't won it. Both squads didn't have any UCL winners. Do you yeah. think that Pep sort of tried to, you know, say that there's a lack of experience is the reason why we lost this final? Did you get that vibe or, or am I off base there? No, I don't think it was a lack of experience. I think it's the fact that Chelsea as a club have won it before. Right. So there's not like, of course, winning a second UCL is there's a lot riding on that too. But as uh, for a club like City, where you're winning it for the first time, there's a lot of pressure to do that. Of course, if, if Chelsea lost, cool, you know, they, they lost a final, but hey, they've won it once. City have lost, they've not won it ever. Right. And look, I, I don't think Pep was saying that it was um, a lack of experience because we saw that team play. They, they, they were the, you know, we, we saw some world class tackling, world class passing world-class shooting across the whole game. I don't think there was a lack of an experience. There was a lack of experience because they made it to a final, right? I don't think with a team, you can make a final with a lack of experience. Yes, there's a lack of experience in UCL finals, but these players are the best of the best, right? And then winning a UCL final has proved that. So no matter, I don't think, I don't think experience plays a big part if you're confident enough to show up in big games like, you know, Chelsea's whole defensive line did. Right. Ultimately, ultimately, Chelsea's defense is what won them that game. Right. So I think perhaps. Uh, mm-hmm. And one one last thing, uh, and I we touched on this last week, boys. Um, how important do you think the two losses against Chelsea in the FA Cup and the Premier League in the month leading up to the Champions League final? How important was that? And did that ultimately lead to Pep's downfall, from your opinion? Very good question. I like to look at it as a double-edged sword. I think it both acted as a way for us to take advantage, but also highlighted where we, as a team, just weren't performing really well, right? Let's start off from City side. Of course, losing twice to Chelsea before getting into UCL final gives us more of a reason to, to take that revenge and really try our best to show who the, you know, the best club is. And so I think part of what Pep tried to do, especially in his like, like, pre, like pre-match interviews and throughout the media and giving statements and stuff was, you know, we've worked out Chelsea, we've worked out how they play, right? So we're going to win this next final. So I think part of what the team wanted to do was try and almost scare Chelsea to say, we've lost to you twice, but we know why we've lost. But at the same time, that's playing on the players' minds. That's playing on Pep's mind, right? The moment you lose the second time to Chelsea, you're thinking, okay, we have one more game against them, perhaps the biggest game of most of our careers. We've already lost twice. Is it going to happen a third time? And that's, of course, going through Pep's mind as well because he's probably thinking, crap, like what else can I do to beat this team, right? I think granted, I would say out of the last three matches against Chelsea, City played their best in that UCL final, but it just wasn't enough, right? And of course, when you've won, from Chelsea's perspective, if you've won two games against a major club, you know what that winning formula is because you have it, right? The onus was on City to try and figure Chelsea out to win. Chelsea had already done it, 
right? And you watch that whole game back. They picked on every little mistake, every little loophole that we had. They made sure that they covered it, right? Their defensive line was insane because they know that if our attackers are given one chance, they're going to score. What did they do? They had eight to nine people in the box at any given time when we were attacking in their half for the whole of the second half. Tuchel knew, right? And I will say, I think given Tuchel's experience with obviously PSG working with amazing players and reaching a sale final himself, what was in it for him to win was, was obviously a lot more too. And I think with that club and the success that he had brought in the second half of the season, that really pushed him to, to, to exploit all of our mistakes really, really well. And so, yeah, that definitely played on the players' minds, played on Pep's mind, but I don't think it was the sole reason that we lost. It, it was just, it was more of, I think, something in the back of the minds of the players, back in the mind of Pep. Um, so, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I feel. Another question I had was from a tactical viewpoint. So Pep played a defensive midfielder in 59 out of the 60 games in the season, and the only game he didn't play one was in the final. You talked about, like, City's, like, lack of, clinical finishing up front, but what do you make of the not choosing a CDM in a big game? To be completely honest, I think it's one of the stupidest managerial mistakes Pep has made, right? If we've won every game that we have played with a holding midfielder, why would we not play it again, right? It was very surprising to not see Fernandinho or Rodri be in a starting 11, right? Bringing Fernandinho on the second half of the game was obviously a good thing to do. Um, but if I'm being completely honest, it doesn't make sense to, to not include a holding midfielder, right? Especially when, you, when, you, when you've used that formula before, right? I also feel the reason why was obviously because Pep wanted to play a very attacking formation, right? He wanted to try and score goals as quickly as he could. So he, he, he took the trade-off of, you know, getting rid of a, um, a holding midfield and chucked in a cab instead, right? But ultimately that, that led to our downfall, right? Because there was no connector i suppose between defense and mid right you look at rodri you look at fernandino what what's the main role in that game it's not to score goals it's not to defend it's to act as a link between that defense and that attack when you don't include that you're relying on players who are used to attacking coming back to get the ball then bringing it back up to the attackers it just doesn't make sense right i think any successful football club understands the importance of depth in that squad and if you don't have a holding midfielder you're screwed and City saw that as well, right? Yeah, we could attack. Yeah, we could defend on the line. But who was who the hell was in the middle? There was no one, right? If you watch when Fernandinho was brought on, the way we played changed significantly. Because now you're seeing that there's a link between that defense and that attack. And we played so much better in those final few minutes when Fernandinho was on than when he was off. And I think that's a mistake that Pep regrets a lot too, which means in the next time we reach any fast stage in the UCL, he's going to make sure to include a holding midfielder. It's, it's, it's one of the easiest ways to ensure that you've got that link to an attack and defense. Here City is playing no CDMs and we're playing... Um, McTominay and Fred. You love to see it, eh? Fred, Fred the goat. <laughs> at least you guys, at least you guys have the, CDMs, at eh? least you guys have the opportunity to have actual CDMs. All our CDMs are in the hospital, mate. <laughs> I think you should qualify McFred as a CDM. Still one player, yeah. Dude, how, how funny is this? I was reading this. Thiago, Thiago made the most tackles in Liverpool seasons. 61, and he, he played for. He only played eight Premier League games. Bloody hell! Bloody oh, hell! 
Virgil, where are you? Uh, I think we'll wrap up our CL discussion here. We'll bring it back next year. Uh, sorry, next year. Hopefully. Next couple, we'll be back in next couple. We'll bring it back for six games. This time next year, this time next year, Ryan might be triumphant. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, it. it's gonna be Ollie listening to the trophy, right? Ollie listening to CL straight away. We we know it's gonna happen, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah Ollie, Ollie, the 92nd minute winner. That's it. Okay. So next on the agenda, we have our Euro 2020 predictions. So, lads, I'm going to share my screen and you should be able to see a UEFA tournament predictor. Yep. Hopefully you can. We'll see that. Yep. Yep. All right. What we're going to do is we're going to simply run through the groups. So who's making it out of Group A, Group B, Group D, I missed the Group C, Group A, Group C, uh, Group A, B, C, D, E, and F. Obviously, Group F being the group of deaths, so we'll come back to that in a minute. All right, Group A, we have Switzerland, Turkey, Wales, and Italy. Uh, Italy but, obviously gone top for yeah, me. Italy gone yeah. top. Yeah, um, just a note. Second. Yep. Yeah. Just a note, we are filming this after Italy has won against Turkey. So this is the Saturday night, just before uh, England and several other teams play. All right. Uh, so we have, we're all seeing Italy as yeah. one. For sure. Yep. Easy. Uh, I think I think Turkey would be next, to be honest. Yeah, Turkey second. I, 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 toss, I toss it up between Wales and Turkey, but um, yeah, I'm happy to go Turkey. I think Turkey. Yeah, I think yeah Gareth does turn up for Wales, yeah. so who knows? <laughs> I think Switzerland's also a shout as well. I'm not, um, it's, it's, a tough, it's, a, it's a tough group, but to get out of second is going to be an absolute dogfight. I actually don't know who's going to get through. Everyone's playing for second place here. Yeah. Right. I, I, I think the reason why I think it might be Turkey is just because if you look at the players they have, they're, they're either playing for really successful teams. Like they have a, they have a couple. I, I know Yilmaz obviously won with Lil. You've got um, that I can't remember his name, but a defender for Juve. Soyuncu. Soyuncu is um Soyuncu is for um. They've got a defender for Juve as well. So I think that team could be could be a surprise, but it it gets my second on the on the basis that they've just got. I think better players than Switzerland and Wales do in terms of the teams they've played and the kind of trophies they've won. Hi, back here, are, yeah. we, are we recording this on Friday? Or are we recording it as if the result has already happened? No, no, we're recording it as if it's a Saturday, bro. Yeah. So oh, we okay, just, okay. We, we already, Italy's already happened. Yeah, okay, so, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I was going to say, like, based off their performance yesterday, I, I wouldn't... I, I, be interesting to see how Wales and Switzerland play today. Um, yeah, that is a good call. Anyway, I th- I'd back a Turkey it, second. Yeah. I thought they looked really defensively strong. I mm. think they're definitely sh- defensively stronger than say Switzerland and Wales. Um, definitely, it's top group. I, I think we'd all agree it's a top group. Um, yeah. But any dissent for Turkey at, at number two? It's fine. Yeah. 
All right, Ryan's already I'll put Wales. I put Wales above Switzerland for me. Yeah, Wales. Oh, actually, actually, that's a tough one because Summer's been in form as a goalkeeper exactly, as well. Yeah. Don't forget, but Gladbach he's done very, very well. But look, realistically, who are their key players? You got Jan Summer. You've got I don't know. Is Shakiri still playing? Is Zachary, Big Shaq, and Babu. You know they've got a good team, but. I just think Wales have a little bit more, you know, they, they did really well last Euros as well. I think that'll be, and they've, got it, they've, they've added to their squad in, in, in Yeah, strength. they've got Dan James now. Absolutely crucial. Yeah. <laughs> Dan James, that's finishing 99. What a, what a, exactly. what a fantastic striker. But I thought, <laughs> no, on, a, on a quick side note, just real quick, I just realized I was reading this the other day. You know, Aaron Ramsey, when he signed for you, they got paid 400k a week, making him the most free transfer, man. Yeah, yes. making him the most Italy. expensive Welsh player. Imagine that a, play, a player, a Welsh player that isn't Gareth Bale, is getting 400k a week at Juve. That's insane. How much is Ronaldo getting? Oh, like I don't know. 700s, you'd think. 500? It'd be, it'd be, I mean, I'm hoping it's more than bloody Ramsey. That'd be funny if it's not. I think, <laughs> I think Ronaldo is lower than Ramsey on the base. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, we'll find that out later. All right. I'm, I'm still back in Switzerland. Wales. We're saying Wales. To be honest, I'm back in Switzerland here. I think all their players played a really high level. So that's probably what's drawing me towards there. But I think the consensus is Wales in three and Switzerland in fourth. So Group A's order is Italy, Turkey, Wales, and Switzerland. All right, moving on to Group B, we have Russia, Belgium, Denmark, and Finland. I'll do the honors and put Belgium first. Belgium, Belgium. I'll do the honors and put Belgium first. No, I think Denmark goes second for me. Correct. I think that Denmark's got a good. I'd actually, I'd actually argue that I, I don't know. I feel like Russia have a pretty decent team like this this time around as well. I don't know. They did pretty well the 2018 World Cup too. Don't forget, they had a pretty good squad. I feel like... It was home advantage. True, but like... Yeah. Crowds and stuff. True, but like players like, I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but like um, Juba, right, as well. I feel like a lot of Russian players, I can't pronounce their names, but they do play... Kereshev had an amazing tournament. I still think... Yeah, that's right. I still think De- Denmark, you know, Poulsen, Christian Eriksen, Poulsen, Schmeichel. Schmeichel, they got a very... And don't forget, they're, they're, they're quarter-finalists, I believe, from 20... Or round of 16. Um, round of 16. Not... Yeah, but that... Yeah, they still played a very... I think they lost to Belgium. I, I don't know. But... Um, I still think Denmark has the quality to beat Russia. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Dolovan is one of Russia's key players, and he's out, I believe. And he hasn't played much for Monaco either. So that's probably what's drawing me towards Denmark. Um, but I think I, I do think we all agree that Russia will be either second or third in the group. But in this case, yeah. we believe it's third. Yep. Well, you never Denmark. know, man. <laughs> Pukki could have a sick season. Hadreki's been pretty good as well, but that I mean, comparative to Belgium, Denmark, Russia, I don't think Finland's going to really see any sunlight anytime soon. All right, and that's Group B's order done. So we have Belgium, Denmark, Russia, and Finland. 
Lewandowski with Austria. Yeah, Lewandowski <laughs> with Austria here. Yeah, yeah nice. They're through. Yeah, they're, they're through. Are <laughs> um, no, you? Yeah, Netherlands first. Yeah, yeah, that'd have to be a. Although I will say, I don't think Netherlands have a good shot at winning this season. Sorry, this this competition. No, no they, they don't. Like, but like in comparison to that group, they're probably yeah, going through. Austria's got to be next, surely. Yeah, I think Austria. Yeah, I, I think this I think is the probably. Quality. I think. I think this is the most obvious group because Macedonia is coming fourth, and then. Um, yeah. And then Ukraine. I think this. I think this group is probably the most like un, no surprises in this group. I reckon. Yeah. Because I mean, all Ukraine really has was. You got Zinchenko. Is Konop still playing for Ukraine? I have no idea. Actually, no, but yeah, look, I'll, I'll, let's be honest, they're probably not going to make the top two. I think on Netherlands, I think Vankat was talking about how Kuman made them competitive. Based on like last yeah. week. Yeah. But now that he's not there. Yeah. But who, yeah. who's in charge of that? Uh, Frank, Frank the Bar. Frank the Bar. Yeah. Jose said who wants your games. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Group D, boys. It's got to be England left, surely. Uh, surely, Gareth, get him third yeah. place. <laughs> do us a favor, Gareth. Yeah. Just a reminder of the teams in, the, in Group D it is Scotland, England, Croatia, and Czechia, or Czech Republic, as it's otherwise known. But I think we're all going to say England. Um. First, well, England first, Croatia second. Yeah, definitely Croatia second. It's a toss up for me between the Scots and the Czech, but I'll probably say Czech. Oh, no, no, nah, come on, McSauce. <laughs> McGinn and Czech on this and one. I, I have a Scotland might actually do all Robertson. You're yeah, you got Robertson. Yeah, wing back forward, isn't it? Yeah. Robertson, you got Tierney. Robertson and Tierney. Yeah, yeah let's go. Let's go with the wing back well forward here. <laughs> I would go Scotland in third. I, 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 I would argue that Scotland would actually come third. I don't think Czech Republic have like look, Petrac's gone. Um, who else did they realistically have? That that was like well known. Suchek. That still plays. They got Thomas Suchek. Thomas Suchek's a good player for them. It's too far. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, have... I don't know. Scotland, I mean, Scotland has some good players, but I think I, I, I don't know. It'll be a toss up between. Uh, genuinely very close. I think I but think Scotland can make that. Given given the wing backs are well forward, and uh, I think I think we got to show them some love. Absolutely. Also, I think I don't think Croatia have been too good either. I think they've got an edgy squad, so it really could be just England run away, and then you have. The other three teams fighting for that second place. Tactical masterclass from the. Yeah, it's like. It would be hilarious if Scotland came third and then went on to make the semi or something. Be hilarious. Oh. You know, the only thing holding England back is Gareth. It really is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let me select. If he plays a back five tomorrow, (laughs) then that's when you know. (laughs) He's already preparing for France, mate. Back, Back seven. (laughs) <laughs> Back seven <laughs> Cody Mings Maguire Stones Henderson bring, bring Gerard in. And not, not Jordan Henderson Dean Henderson As a CDM 
<laughs> Boy, it's bringing Gerard to be the next English manager, in my opinion. I think that would be no. Gerard, Gerard's line is set. He's set to become Liverpool manager in 2024. That's the clock. Well, I think depending on how Southgate goes this 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 competition through the year, if England don't do too well, he's going to get the boots. He probably Southgate probably makes 2022 World Cup no matter what. I think, yeah, I, I, I think. I, he's yeah, built up I reckon that's when the cycle. Yeah. Uh, Spain for me comes first, but again they you have introduced the next group. Okay, so in Group E, you've got Poland, Spain, Sweden, and Slovakia. Spain surely come up. I think I think it will be toss up between Robert Lewandowski and uh, twenty two. Because Spain have had some COVID issues. I don't know who exactly is out, but... No, mate. They've got the best defender in the world, Emmerich Laporte, playing for them now. What do you mean? <laughs> Dude, you, you, just, you just know you want a Spain versus France and Laporte to score oh. a 90-minute... <laughs> <laughs> you just, just want that to happen. Yeah, look, I, I feel like Spain has better players in position-wise, like position but I would say, for example... Polish striker, Robert Lewandowski, not Austrian. I feel like, oh, Richard, you might want to make a unit because you're from. Yeah. Um, what I was saying is, I think Spain has better players throughout their team, but I think Poland has more standout players like Lewandowski, for example, right? So I feel Spain have a better chance at making it to first place, just given the, the way their squad works. And keep in mind that. A lot of Spanish players play in the Liga often in the same team. So they've already got, like, I guess, I don't know. I feel like they've probably got better culture that way as well. I don't think Poland has that comparative to Spain. So I mean, Poland has some good players, but, yeah, probably Spain take it. And then yeah. for me, Poland goes second. Really? Poland over Sweden? Yeah, I, I say Poland over Sweden. I say Poland over Sweden. Are you kidding me? Sweden. Made the quarters for the World Cup. True, but Lewandowski, they've got Chesney who's been insane this season. Mind you. I, I think Poland have a better chance. Oh, I think Poland, but yeah. What do you guys think? I split on this one, I guess. Hmm. You guys are taking the Swedes. You guys were taking Yeah. Uh, we'll do a rock-off. We'll do a rock-off. Here we go. Wing back, swing forward, shit houser, event cat, you and me, let's go. All right, let's go. Ryan, count us down. All right, scissors, paper, rock. Oh, mate. Hey. Oh, mate. <laughs> Sweden has got to come third for sure. Yeah, yeah okay. We... Oh, shit. Sure. Well, is just well behind in that group. No, bro, yeah. Hamsik. Hamsik will straight up bring them to number one, I reckon. <laughs> the Mohawk, the Mohawk gives you yeah, yeah. actually. Wait, don't forget Oblak as well. I don't know. They might. They could be underdogs. They've, they've got some decent players. I mean, their the best player is the keeper. They're not going to score with Oblak. Taking... Exactly. Yeah. That's True, the point. yeah. <laughs> don't forget that good defense may push them above fourth. That's what I'm saying. But uh, I think, given what we've seen previously, doesn't look like they're going to get very far. Uh, but... 
as much as good as Oblak is, I don't see him keeping clean sheets against Spain, Poland, and Sweden. I mean, he did win the Liga Player of the Season as a goalkeeper, mind you. That's pretty insane. You, I don't want to knock him off completely, but you never know. He might end up pulling some insane clean sheets here. Was he really? He was. You know, yeah, you don't often see a goalkeeper make um, Player of the Season, which was insane. But I mean, look, Atleti's title. The reason they got it was entirely. I mean, was a lot of it weighed on the fact that he became Superman on multiple occasions for the club. So there you go. I think in general, just the start outside of um, Black, the rest of the team is just well beyond. Well, like in, in quality terms, they're well be well behind. I like to Spain, yeah. Poland, and Sweden. So I think that's why we have them as sports. But who knows? It is the Euros. Holland did crash out, I believe, in the group stages of the World Cup. You know, something they were pretty like they were favorites to progress, but they didn't. So, you know, it's anything can happen. It's true. It's, a, it's an open group, definitely. That one, definitely. All right, Group F we have a group of deaths Portugal, <laughs> France, Germany, and then in the corner somewhere is Hungary. Um, I think I mean, let's we get Hungary to the bottom. <laughs> Look, I think France has got to come first. That team. No, is... we'll go, go from four to one. Okay. In Germany. Third... Germany. Germany's got to be in third place. I think getting knocked out of the World Cup, putting Manuel Neuer at centre mid wasn't the best idea. Sounds like a Guardiola tactic to me, if I'm being honest. Um, but um, look, I don't think Germany have the quality this time around to make top of the group of death. I don't want to see them get, get kicked out, though. It's tough, this one, right? I think if you look at the top three, I mean, I. I don't know. I think they would make the 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 best third place teams for sure. Yeah. But they wouldn't make the top two over here. No chance. Portugal second. Uh, it's they have a good squad. It's just the I don't know. The defense is a bit suspect. They've just got um, Ruben Diaz well, I, I, and a pretty two are like Pepe and Fonte, mm. and they're like forty five years yeah. old. Don't forget Cancelo as well. Very true. Men like centre backs. Yeah, centre backs are a bit lacking. Are they? Patricio, Patricio is solid, but he's not like an outstanding keeper. Not, um, he had a bad year overall as well, Patricio. Yeah, yeah. So, I think I think the attack is crazy, but um, going like defensive wise, uh, maybe a bit suspect. And then the world champions, France. I mean. I don't think you're going to find a better squad in international football over the next five to six years. It's, it's years. Oh, I would give I would give Portugal a run for its money here. I think after France, Portugal's going to be the next World Cup winning team. If I'm being honest, like if France win the next World Cup, Portugal's the one after that. That the the amount of talent in that squad, uh, if you if you give them what four years, is insane. Sorry, not next World Cup, next Euros. If they don't win it this time, I think Portugal will come back and win it for a second time again. Like, it's a very, uh, very big call. Now, mark my word. You look, you look at the youngsters in that team. You got Jao, you got Jao Felix. You've got uh, well, Jao Cancelo. You've got Ruben Diaz. So we're all still relatively young for the positions that they play in, right? Bernardo Silva's not going to leave for a while. You got Rui Patricio. You've still got a. Bruno. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, just sorry, what you got to mention? Bruno Fernandez, right? One of the best midfielders, if not the best midfielder. Oh, the best Portuguese midfielder out at the moment, right? Like. I would think if you give this team until the World Cup, this next World Cup, or even the next Euros, I wouldn't be surprised if I see them making their way to the final or giving a good run for their money. It's not a bad team. I think France, 
France will have it in them. You know, they've still got amazing players, but people are getting a bit old. Look at Lloris. I mean, he's just, he's becoming a fossil, if I'm being honest. He's still the first choice goalkeeper, right? Benzema is getting older as well. Yeah, but then you also got, you know, you know, there's a wonder boy called Kylian Mbappe. Of course. Of course. Yeah. I mean, dude, Portugal's not won titles and they've had Ronaldo. Argentina's not won titles and they have Messi. Yeah, but, it, but like, look around, look around the youth that's around that French system as well. Did you, did you see that, like, Upamecano and Hasim Awar and Kanate? Kanate? Yeah. Kanate, like, they all, they, they didn't even make the French squad, and I think they'd walk into any other international squad in this Euros. Just on the topic of goalkeepers, you have Mike yeah. Manning, he's just, he's won Golden Glove in Ligue 1, and sealed his move to, um, I think it was AC Milan. ブルーパイス。いや、エイシモン。いや、いや。いや、ティファーストチョイス。いや、ルイ、ルイスティスト。いや、ルイスティスト。いや、ルイスティスト。いや、ルイスティスト。いや、ルイスティスト。いや、
but they've not played internationally like competitively since the World Cup. So I think if they do... Nations League... The Nations so, League qualifiers... But the Nations League, didn't they? Basically, what I'm trying to say is that if they crash out early, even if they don't win, if they crash out early, it's going to be an even bigger failure, yeah. right? Because Spain and Germany have done it, right? The fact that we've got Germany in the like the in the best third place team is insane, right? To begin with, but that's what I'm trying to say is that ultimately, if France crash out, I think before the semis, that's horrendous on their behalf. They're expected to get into that final, right? But it's hopefully, also, lose to England. Yeah. <laughs> This is also a group where I think um, you could definitely take points of each other. So France could take points of Portugal, Portugal could take points of Germany, and then we end up in a scenario where it's like... No, nah, mate. Hun- wait, wait. Why is Hungary fourth? Hungary should be third. <laughs> They're clearly favourites to go through. Yeah. Yeah, bro, dude, no, their best player, bro, Puskas, amazing striker, bro. I'm telling you off the bat, right? He's been insane this season. No, so ben, ben Cal, what, what were you saying? Golden season award. Oh, no, I was just trying to make the point that um, we could basically this could like obviously we have France down as favourites here for this group, but if Germany have two good games, they could just be they could be leading the group. They, like they will top the group. They have a chance of topping the group. Very true. It's, very true. It's very much like one, two, three is not set in stone. We don't. It could just change depending on who's on the day. You never know. I, what didn't Portugal play Hungary in the Euros of twenty sixteen, and it was a three all draw. I will confirm that. Um, hmm. I yeah, I remember. It was Ronaldo scored twice with that flick. It was. I swear, Portugal played. It was someone with a three all draw. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Hungary and yeah. Portugal. Yeah, it was. Where, where, where? I can't see. Wait, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. So, you know, Hungary have taken uh, points off Portugal. But look at this Portuguese team now. That's what I'm trying to say. Is that? No, I know, play. but like, I'm just saying. Anything can happen, dude. I think the only, I think the only thing which is going to be insane is, is if Hungary makes it to the top two. Any other, any other combination where Hungary is in the top two, no one's going to be surprised. If Germany top it, it's like great, but they. Like that, that, that's that's the expectation for a footballing nation, right? So, right. group of death. As long, I think uh, the only other upset would be if France make third. That would be insane. Yeah. Right? Realistically, it's a fight for Portugal and Germany to make second place because we know first and fourth are almost guaranteed. You know how we have to pick the four best third place teams in each group. You can only get maximum nine points, so I assume there'd be heaps of third place teams which have the same amount of points as well yeah which, which makes every game sort of like a knockout really that's true um, i mean look germany would have to be on the top like. I'd, I'd have to say germany for this one goes in yeah. i think germany and sweden sweden should be- yeah i believe i believe i pick scotland oh yeah, I think yeah. I think Russia's good shot. And Scotland, and Scotland and Russia. I think Scotland and Russia. I reckon. And Wales. Yep. So saying, we're saying so out of the third best place teams that we picked. So we had Wales, Russia, Ukraine, Scotland, Sweden, and Germany. Uh, we think the four best place teams will be Russia, 
Scotland, Sweden, and Germany. Right. Gareth, they hit the golf courses early then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dan James and uh, Gareth Bale hitting up the golf course. All right. Round of 16 time. First game. Belgium v. Germany. Oh. See, this is they a really tough, tough one. This is a tough I, one. I think Germany, and I'll, I'll tell you why off the bat. If you look at Belgium during the 2018 World Cup, who they had? They had Vertonghen, Alderweireld, Kevin De Bruyne, right? They had Fellaini, who were all playing pretty well, but no De Bruyne. Alderweireld and Vertonghen are very old. Um, I just don't see Belgium really making it past Germany, who's got younger talent there. Kai Havertz, a Champions League winner. Timo Werner, a Champions League winner. Rudiger, a Champions League winner. Right, Neuer, who's just won you know, the Bundesliga. I think Germany here are probably going to win it and not having your best sentiment, you know, as Belgium, it just doesn't make sense. Like, I don't think they are going to be able to fill that gap, right? They don't have Phil Foden. They don't have Bruno Fernandes, right, to make up for that. So I think ultimately think, this is Germany's to win. Yeah, just to know, KDB, I think, is only up for the first game. Yeah, I think, yeah. Is he? Oh, I wasn't sure it was confirmed. Oh, well, there you go. Well, fair, but I just don't think Belgium has as much, like talent in their team who have been successful over the last couple of seasons as Germany has, if I'm being honest. I probably agree, but Belgium's my team, so I'm going to go with Belgium. Thank you. What are you saying? I will... Okay, this is, this is one of those games where it just depends on the day, what the refs are doing. It, okay. This, could, this is... I don't think Germany has a good enough defence to go against Lukaku and fit KDB. But then on the other hand, I don't think Joe, like I don't think Belgium have the same defense either. So I probably I'm gonna Belgium. I'm gonna wait, so it's yes, yeah, so it's two Belgium, one Germany. I'm gonna say I'm gonna back I'm gonna back Belgium here. On after in extra time. I don't, I think it'll be very, very tight. Wow. This, this is a 50-50. Only, reason, only reason I picked Belgium over Germany is just Germany will have a lot of scars over the last two major tournaments. Every, um, you know, and I think Belgium, semi World Cup semi-finalists, is still a very strong squad attacking-wise. Just, I just think they have a little bit of an edge, but marginal, marginal. To be fair, though, new manager for Germany as well. That could be a huge, like, a momentum factor there too. Don't forget. Sorry? They might want to send out Yogi Low with, like, a bang. So you never know. They might play <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, wait, Next I, game you've got. Oh, sorry? Yeah, I was just thinking. So, in a different scenario, say Germany do not finish third and Portugal or France do finish third, that would mean they have to face Belgium, right? Yeah, correct. So we'd all agree that Portugal or France, if they do finish third, would be Belgium. Correct. So have Belgium screwed themselves over by finishing top, in some sense? (laughs) Probably, probably. All right. So that was Belgium. Um, Next we have Italy, Austria. Well... Italy, it's it's got to be Italy. Italy. Uh, you, got, you guys are forgetting my my favorite Austrian, Lewandowski. Oh, my bad. 
France, Russia, pretty sure that's that. Yeah. Croatia, Poland. Ooh. This is an interesting one here. Croatia. I back Croatia. I back the Poles here, to be honest. But uh, I, I think I might I think I might be outnumbered, so no, they'll make the polls very itchy. They got Modric, Rebic, <laughs> uh, Perisic, <laughs> all the itches. Anatovic. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, so three oh, against one. Croatia goes through. Uh, France, Croatia. That's a. You replay. Well, well, yeah, yeah, replay. replay. That's where they're on the line, guys. Let's finish these off first. Spain, Scotland. Spain. Spain. It's got to be Spain. Yeah, I don't see a McTominay masterclass here. Um, ooh, ooh. England, Portugal. I'm back, England. Let's go. Let's go. It's coming. It's coming. I want England to win so bad, but I just don't think I don't. they can get past, past Portugal. Like, in my head, I'm thinking England, I really want England to win, but Portugal it just has the better team. Right, they have they they have like, on paper they are in it to win it, right? England, of course, we all want England to win, which is why I'd love to back them. But my vote, from a logical perspective, would have to go to Portugal. I just don't think England would win. England last played Portugal on the third of June in twenty sixteen and won that game one 0 True, so, but like I said, look at the new Portuguese team. Don't yeah, I know. I still, I still think I actually genuinely think that England could knock Portugal out. I genuinely uh, think that. No, I, no, I, no, I imagine, Im, just imagine this, guys: England, Portugal, and then Bruno penalty ninety plus. No, 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 bro, no, no, no. The game ends. Yeah, and then then Portugal will call for a handball. They'll restart the game again. And he'll score. No, no, hold, hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Ronaldo will take the penalty. No, England. <laughs> England over Portugal. If it's not, what are you saying? England, just because I, I, yeah. like I like England. Yeah. I like Belgium. Two all. Two all. I'm saying Portugal too. Yeah. So it's okay. You know, what? We'll, just, we'll, just go with, we'll just go with Portugal because Shamik uh, won the previous one. We're going to do a scissors thing for our King Shit Hazard here. All right. So this is what Vashab and I are up then. Someone cut yeah. us down. Oh, uh, we'll take it down. Three, two, one. Scissors, paper, rock. Oh, we've got to go again. <laughs> Scissors, paper, rock. Oh, England. Oh, yeah. <laughs> King shit, Hazard. <laughs> um, uh, for those of you who can't on. see uh, videos, England have progressed over Portugal in a brilliant scissors, paper, rock off shootout. Netherlands and Sweden. It's a shootout England win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because De Gea's going to miss the penalty. That's why. David, David Ospina is still crying, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Netherlands and Sweden. Okay. okay. Netherlands, Netherlands, Netherlands. I no, don't know. I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't think. Good. I think Sweden will actually will win against Netherlands right now. This is like this is a 50 50 in my opinion, right? Here. I'll tell you why. See, Netherlands, okay, they could, they have good talent, 
but internationally it's just not always been that great for them i think sweden have a good squad right is Van Dijk playing in the Euros? I don't think he is. No, he's not. He's not. Yeah, right. So you, yeah, you've, you've, you've lost yeah. your biggest defender. You don't have Iron Robin, right? Who was obviously integral the last time. Netherlands got close to winning. Um, I don't know. My vote goes with Sweden over here. I just don't think Netherlands. Wow, have big, big call. My vote will go with Sweden. I'm, I, I genuinely think they've got him. I got to back the Dutch. I got to back the Dutch. I'd like. I'm going to. Netherlands. Which time you're going Netherlands? <laughs> I'd like for? to back the Dutch, but I think De Bruyne's a fraud. I don't know why he's in charge. Honestly. <laughs> my God. Oh my God. Man is playing 3-5-2 and puts De Ligt on like a left center back where he's never played before. I mean, seriously. King, King shit has he, mate. Wing back 12 well forward and Frank De Bruyne. We go hand in hand with him, mate. Yeah. Ah. No, it's, it's wait. I mean, look. Let's be real. It's going to be Sweden, lads. It's not going to be Netherlands. Oh, I don't think you can say that. I actually don't. Look, I feel like there might be a bit of bias here because you've got the best defender in the world from Netherlands playing for your team. I just don't think that Netherlands have the right squad to really do. No, that. I genuinely think Netherlands can beat no, Sweden. No, no, no. It's good. If okay. it comes down okay. to these two, it's going to be Sweden. I just, I, I, I know it's going to be Sweden. Well, whilst I do believe, don't believe Netherlands will actually get this far because Frank Ball, I do think <laughs> just on basis of quality, it will be Netherlands if they do get this far. I think Sweden yeah. are uh, yeah, yeah, in terms of so, get out. It's part of the right, but like, like I don't have any faith in Frank. Right. I'm just surprised. Leaves podcast. Oh, Turkey and Denmark. Okay. Denmark, Denmark, Denmark. Oh no, 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 no! Turkey, are you are you off? Are you out of your mind? Turkey, hundred percent. Turkey, Denmark. 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 I cannot believe this. I cannot. An Australian icon, Mark Milligan. He said it was going to be Turkey. Okay, I'm going to back my fellow Australian mate. I'm going to say that I think it's going to be Turkey. That's that tough because you've been outvoted three to one. Yeah, well, look, it doesn't matter, right? That that Mark Milligan is five words. <laughs> King, she has it. Boys, All right, I, move I, on, I, move I, on. I, I really think that we are, we are basing this off of the 2018 World Cup, and a lot has changed since then. I genuinely think Turkey have a fantastic squad, and if it were to come down to Turkey or Denmark... I don't think Eris Eriksson's going to pull out you know, anything amazing. I don't think Petter Schmeichel's uh, going to be fantastic. Sorry, not Petter, what the hell? Kasper Schmeichel's going to be amazing. I think Turkey are really... Okay. Really well, if you were a good Michael Owen stat right now, Turkey are the only team to have lost a match in the Euros, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. 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 Boys, Rome wasn't built in the day, okay? All right, we're still but, back in Denmark over here. Surely Denmark would be favourites though, but Hoiberg, Paulson. Um, yeah, they got a good team. Fosberg, 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 Fosberg. Maz will be the Euro's top scorer, I'm telling you. He did fuck all, all right. yesterday, by the way. Oh, you might have to bleep that one out, Van Cat. <laughs> no, really. All right. So I'll be jumping down to the, um, the quarters now. Belgium, Italy. Okay. It's, 
Italy. Belgium. I'm back. I'm back. Italy. Doesn't matter. I'm not back. I'm Italy back here. Well. Hey, 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 guys, guys. Sorry, sorry. Italy, the only team to have won a Euro game so far. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like that, that Italian team is is levels. It's insane, right? I think, I think they made a statement. Hundred percent. Oh, Italy they made a big statement this morning. If it's Italy, Belgium, Italy are taking it. Spinazzola, mate. Yeah, but you see, Lukaku can understand what they're saying. So. Yeah, Bolingoli. <laughs> Bolingoli, you know. <laughs> no, he'll probably end up assaulting one of them and getting sent off for a red, to be honest. <laughs> Fred, oh, Croatia. How I would love for Croatia to get their revenge here, but it's got to go to France, lads. Right. I think we all agree France. France. I'd be surprised if Croatia got it's fine, honestly. We'll see. We'll see, I guess. England versus England for the win. Let's go. It's coming. It's coming. What really annoys me here is that we're, we're, we're saying that, that that England would beat Spain, but I don't think Spain would beat Portugal. The fact that we've come down to this level is stressing me out, boys. I'm not going to lie It really you. is. I, I, it's it's going to have to be England. induction does not work. England, but that's on the pretext that they've beaten Portugal, right? It has to be England. But... Okay, we can oh, we can no. say we can use this as England slash Portugal. We're still winning, okay? So, I mean, I think Ryan, if, I think you'd agree with this. If England did win against Portugal, you'd say England would be one of the favourites to win from that point on. If England so. can beat Portugal, they're going to make it to the final. Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, right. so I genuinely it, think I genuinely England. think England can beat Portugal. I don't think so, but if England do, then the only, the, the, the the other team that they have to beat realistically is France. Wait, I have like, I have one word for you, slabhead. Believe. <laughs> slabhead. Oh God. As a City fan, that even hurts to laugh at. Anyway. Um. Okay, and then we got Netherlands and Denmark. Okay. Uh, we, we can't fight the border to get this far. Brian's gonna go Netherlands versus Denmark, <laughs> Sweden. <laughs> uh, bro, 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 Turkey, Turkey. The game, the, the game will be called off, right? And Turkey will be brought in straight to the quarterfinals. No, no, I um, it's uh, see, this I is, pick Denmark. I pick Denmark. This Denmark is tough. See, see here, I would actually pick Netherlands, boys, over Denmark. You back, you back Sweden over Netherlands, but you won't, and you back Turkey over Denmark. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> I love this podcast, man. This is classic. This, this is, is genuinely. Well, no, no. Hear me out, right? I, I don't think, I, I don't think that. Hold on, I've got myself mixed up in a tussle over here because I'm trying to think if I, if I, okay, if Netherlands can, okay, I would say Netherlands can beat Denmark, but I don't think Turkey. Hold on, what am I trying to say? I'm having a meltdown, boys. I'm really having a meltdown right now. Because I've, I've, back, I've backed Sweden over Netherlands, right? Oh, yeah, okay. I would say that if, if it was Turkey and it was Sweden, I would still think Turkey could win it, right? If it's Sweden and Denmark, I reckon I would probably then back Denmark. But I'm saying right now, if it's Netherlands v Denmark, I think Netherlands have the upper. Like, look, in terms of quality alone, do you think Denmark has someone better than Delit? Someone better than Frankie De Jong? Better than Memphis Depay? I don't think so. It's not the quality, um, though. It's the manager. It's a tactic. It's the manager. True, true, true. true. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think if Netherlands make it to the quarterfinals, they're not fucking about. Oh, sorry. They're not messing about. Right? Right, if they make it to the quarterfinals, because Frank De Boer 
is they could do one. They could do one over Denmark. I don't know. Pretty much, I'll sum up all you guys' arguments. Ryan's like they've got Dilit, they've got Depay, they've got De Jong, and then you guys are like they've got De Bruyne. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you just got to weigh that up. I think. I think. Uh, actually, yeah, I'm, I back yeah. Ryan on this. I back Ryan. I back Ryan. Netherlands, Netherlands over Denmark. Ryan, Ryan, actually, that's fair. I, yeah, so, yeah, that's fair. Oh, you got Gravenberch too. Pretty good. I'm just shocked that Frank, we're, we're literally saying Frank DeBoer can get to the same Okay, Ben Cat, I know you've got a personal agenda against Frank, but <laughs> relax. He's a better manager than Ole. Relax. I, I, I think I think the winning formula for no, them is, is, is to bring in Louis Van Gaal and lose his and use use his long balls. That's all you got to do. No, mate, bring back Tim Cruel for the penalty shootout. <laughs> and then he didn't do it the next game, which made no sense. But <laughs> he did it when it worked, and he's like, "No, not doing it again. I'm going to Manchester United. I don't care anymore." All right, Italy, Italy France. Whoa, okay, uh, France. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I hate this. I really hate this because anything can happen in an international tournament. I don't know. Oh, we've got our John. We've got our John. I don't know. Look, France. France. Oh, France will probably win it, but I don't. Think- Look, I, I actually agree with you, right? I think that Italy like, could be the surprise. Yeah, they're my. Yeah, they're my surprise package. Genuinely, in in if Italy v France happens, no one's gonna know who's gonna win that game. France and the France are, are, are gonna be the ones who are, who should win it on pretext. But yeah, so given this is a prediction, I reckon we have to pick France here. I don't we think do, but, we but, but guys, guys, Italy, Italy are the only team so far <laughs> to have won Euros match. Right? Well, also, like an actual stat, uh, Italy, I think, have a twenty-eight match unbeaten run. Yeah, um, yeah, they do. Oh, oh wow! Right, and to be fair, if we if we sacked off Turkey because they were the only team to have lost a Euros match so far, it's in good faith, isn't it? <laughs> to let Italy. I'm not. Play. I'm not picking. For, no, there, there's I, I, a lot of king I, shit housery here. I'm, but I'm thinking about it now. France are likely to win, but part of me thinks that if Italy make it to the semis again, it's like well. I don't know. It's like Netherlands making it to the quarters. It's, it's like, well, they're not, they're not messing it out. Right? Okay, so Ryan's saying... He's saying I, think, I, I don't know. I, I'm feeling genuinely... I don't know. My mind's feeling towards Italy. I think Italy might do it. Rashad? I the rest of us are doing France. I'm doing France. I'm doing France. Yeah. Yeah, you guys yeah. are going to go France. Okay, so... England v Netherlands in the other semi-final. It's coming. Mate, Slapheads. It's coming. It's coming. Slapheads going to clot DeBoer in the fucking face. Right? <laughs> well, that's what's going to happen, right? He's going to miss the ball. He's going to hurt Frank DeBoer and we've made it to the finals. But England are going to be winning over Netherlands day of the week. England is my shitty. Mate, I, I look, I, I know geography might not be your biggest forte. England's, <laughs> England's a country, mate. Just want to let you know. Thanks, thanks. Thanks for ruining fair, my pop culture. It is fair, though, in, in, in the sense, right? You Because you are a Liverpool fan, right? In imitating your fan base, it's probably good to oh. you know, become a bit uneducated. But hey, Ryan, Ryan, sorry. At least I have a fan base to imitate. Hey, can your fan base spell the word champions? I don't know. Can your, right. can your, can your fan base dream about winning six UCLs? Oh, yeah, okay. No, but they can read, which I would argue is a lot more beneficial for I them. I mean, Manchester and Liverpool are like fucking side by side. Yeah, but 
I mean, I've heard of University of Manchester. University of Liverpool doesn't quite come to mind. But anyway, that, that's a story for a different day. England v France. Well, let's be honest. Coming home. No, no, home. It's not. 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 It's not, boys, 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 boys. Just think about this for a second. I just think about it real quick, right? When Leicester won the won the Premier League and they got into the UCL, would you have really thought, oh, just because they're the, they're like the team who want to win it, they're going to win? No, they got fucking sacked off the bat, right? I really feel that England are a great team. They're a fantastic team, but look at France just very quickly. Look at France. Yeah. Yeah, Rashad and I are still backing England, so we got to do a shootout. Sometimes you just have teams where you just predict them regardless. Yeah. Mate, so I don't really care what you say. I'm honest, I don't even think England will win over Italy, which is saying something, right? So in my head, I'm thinking, well, if it's if it's France or England, mate, Greece <laughs> is scoring a hat-trick. That's what's happening. Right, Griezmann's wow, going. Nah, nah, it's coming. It's and, and, and Arnold is going to be crying from watching it from his TV screen. That's what's going to be happening, right? In that final, unfortunately. Um, but in in good faith, as we have so far, I think it's fair that Venkat and Vrishab take this to a scissors paper rock shootout to really see whether it's coming home or not. Let's count them down. All right, we got a three, two, one. Scissors, paper, rock. And as far as I can see, it looks like France are winning and I can't celebrate, but it's going to happen anyway. I hate this competition yeah. so much. <laughs> All right. oh. Do you know what? If England make a final, good on them. Yeah. Good on them if they make a final. That's right. That'd be kind oh, of... man. I still do not think England it just, will be... It just depends on... It just depends if Gareth plays back five. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think that's fair. Slab makes up two positions, so. If you want to discuss Netherlands making it to the quarterfinals as well, I think it's the semifinals, sorry. That's a good success. Um, I know the viewers can't see our screen, but the bottom half of the draw, which basically has Spain, Scotland, England, Portugal, Netherlands, Sweden, Turkey, and Denmark, I think we all argued that is the easiest side of the draw. Oh, 100%. Right? Yeah, it is. It is. Any side of the I draw that has France yeah. Italy in it, you know off the bat it's going to be those two fighting it out to make the final. No other team stands yeah. a chance. I think the lowest bracket where we had Netherlands, Sweden, Turkey, and Denmark, that is the one. That's, the, that's where the dream could come true for someone. Like one of those four teams could make it really far or could make it I mean, actually I mean, to final. Be fair, we did say Netherlands here. Yeah, I think that's probably the best shout we have, if I'm being honest. I hate yeah. saying it, but it's, I, I reckon, I honestly still feel it's going to be Netherlands Turkey at the quarterfinals, but Netherlands will be triumphant over that. I'd love to see Turkey make it a bit farther. I think they've got a very decent squad. Uh, Another topic uh, Who do you guys think will be player of the tournament? Oh, I mean, if France win. Um, I'm going Pogba just because he's got a year left in his contract and he has probably something to prove. Nah. If I'm being honest, that's a tough one. I honestly, I'm thinking right now, if France win and Mbappe is playing up front, I I could see Killian getting player of the tournament. Personally. Killian or um or Kante, even. One of them. I knew it. <laughs> 
course, the five foot five legend gets another. Hey, his his work rate as a box to box midfielder. This guy, he has unlimited stamina. He can run fifty kilometers and still be like, just fine to go another. Honestly, if if not Mbappe, it's going to be Kante if France wins. I know, as, as I told Shomik, Kante's feels like the football game gets in the way. Of yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just runs around. He just kicks his ball around. He's like, get it out of my way. <laughs> I think to be fair as well, it's the one it's the one international tournament that Kane that Kante is, is yet to win as well. I think yeah. that's something which is pretty big for, for for him personally. And with a team of France you'd expect for him to Zenkat, who's your player of the tournament? Um we're back in England to make it to the final, right? So I'm gonna go Kane. Um, I'm gonna go I mean, I'm not going to lie, I've been some, there have been some pretty left-field predictions by me, um, so I'm going to continue my King Shithousery and back Money Mace to be my player oh, of the no. tournament. Let's no. go. Can we, can we, boys, can we stage a mutiny and just getting kicked out of the podcast? Oh, my God. <laughs> Mason Mount. Money Mace. Money Mace. No, no. Show me to, like, Frank Lampard. Picks a starting 11. I'm going to go Mountain Gold, Mason in defense, and Mason Mount. <laughs> no, I actually think um, that's my shithouse take. Uh, my player of the tournament probably has to go to. I don't think it'll be either one of the winners. I actually think, um, probably if I'm being realistic, I don't think England are making it to a final. But so I actually think uh, Bruno Fernandez could have an amazing tournament but my uh i think it'd be an amazing story written in the stars if cristiano ronaldo could get to play the tournament um it would be it would be an unreal story for him uh to go out in what is probably his last euro so could i throw a spanner into the works very quickly as well just oh, shit house takes let's go let's go it, 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 it could it could be a shit house take here it could be a very shit house take so before you say anything let me just pretext this by saying that i think this player has been fantastic and he's won something no we are not messy sorry oh no dude it's gonna be neymar what are you guys on oh sorry i am um, i genuinely think if portugal and men up winning the, the euros which isn't a very far-fetched shot in my opinion if they win it and they win it with a pretty good defense Ruben Diaz. So, well, I'm, I'm thinking about, I, I, I kind of want to say Ruben. Now, hear me out. Not because he's a City player, but because of the impact he's had on the team and the fact that he managed to win player of the season, right? So in my head, I'm like, okay, Ruben could pull a shout, but do I think Portugal... I, I want... Look, at, I, I really would love to see Portugal win this for Ronaldo's sake, right? But hear me out. I genuinely think Diaz has a fantastic impact. He's had a fantastic impact on City, if he replicates that impact for Portugal, it wouldn't be a far-fetched shot to say that it, it, he could be in the running for it, right? Like that, you can laugh all you want, but I genuinely think this could this 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 is something which could happen, right? I genuinely feel that as well. Um, putting on his thinking. Oh, I know. Yeah, it just screams virginity. Anyway, um, where were we? Um, yeah. Okay. New topic. New topic. Uh, who do you think will win the Golden Boot? Oh, whatever. Top scorer. Well, it depends who, who wins, right? Um, if, I mean, it, it probably would depend on who wins because the team that wins will have the most... Probably Ronaldo, one of the penalty takers. No, no, yeah, no, right. no. I've, I'm, I'm going I'm I'm to back my man, Killian Obi. I think it's going to be Mbappe. I genuinely think it's going to be Mbappe. I'm going Lukaku. I'm, I'm going Ronaldo. Nah, 
It won't be Ronaldo. I would love it to be, but it's not. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be someone from um from France or from England. It's gonna be Kane or Mbappe. Those are my two predictions. Like last time, Red Day. What do you think? Right. Um, yeah. I'm just saying. Like uh, Ryan was saying, France. But I think last time when they won the World Cup, the goals were actually spread around, wasn't it? That was. Yeah, that's yeah, how they well, won. Kane won Golden Boot. Kane won Golden Boot. Kane, yeah, Kane won Golden Goal. Golden Boot. Yeah. So. I, it's going to be one of those teams. It, it, it's going to be one of those big teams. Uh, Belgium is what Actually. I'm looking at. I think it might be Lukaku. Just because they're in a, he's in an easy group and he could score like several passes. He's their main goal scorer, too. Good. He'll take all their penalties. Depends on the group. Because, like, if, for example, let's say Belgium, like, I don't know, 7 nilled a lower team in the group stage. That's that. That could be what three or three or four goals for Lukaku hypothetically, right? If that were to happen, so I think it comes down to also the the um yeah like look they they've got what Denmark Denmark Russia Finland I think Belgium have a like overtly will 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 kick Finland's ass I think they have a pretty good running against Denmark Russia I don't know but I feel you, you know and now you think about it Group of Death is going to be tough for them to get massive wins I mean they like, look Hungary is going to get shagged over here let's be real. Right, they're going to have a freaking goal against of like what thirty, maybe. <laughs> but um, but no, I still I I want it to be Mbappe or Kane, and I think if France make it till the final and win, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if 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 he's if he's in the running for it or Kane because he's clinical up front. He just can't run. That's his biggest problem. Uh, and another one, uh, dark horse for the Italy. Not Italy are my dark horses. They're not back to win, but I think they could have a real shot. Oh. Erling Haaland, mate. Where's he at? No way. With Oli. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Denmark. Yeah, Italy too. What's up, doing? All right. I'm going to say Denmark. I think they're definitely on the easier side of the draw, and they can, like, they can, like, hit house their way to the semis if they got lucky here and there. Like, one of Denmark or Turkey could legitimately shit house their way to the semis. I, yeah. okay, you might not like this. You probably won't like this, but I'm going to say it anyway. My dark horse, and I hate the fact that it's a dark horse, I kind of want to say Germany. That's actually that's right. a very, very that's good shout. Yeah, like, if they beat the... Belgium, if, if, if they beat Belgium, right? And then look, their team's not bad. They've got, you know, three UCL winners who are in the starting 11 for them. I, I, if, I could definitely see Germany giving a run for Italy and France's money. It's been historical. It's been, what? It's been literally these, four na- these three nations plus Spain, right? Who've, for the most part, done very well in international tournaments. I could definitely see Germany. I think Germany could be a dark horse. I actually agree with you, like, the hmm. other thing, the other thing that I'd like to get your your thoughts on, as we probably should wrap up the Euro predictions, um, is everyone, everyone here. I was just thinking about this: is that if you're in the group of death and you come through third, you probably end up qualifying anyway. And then you faced France. If assuming Germany comes third, you faced France and you faced Portugal, two of the leading contenders to win the Euros this year. So you're already matched and prepared for a absolute giant of these Euro tournaments. So whoever comes third in that Group F is probably the most prepared to take it all the way. True, true. But then they'll end up coming up against 
Paul, um, against France again anyway. I mean, at least if it goes the way that our prediction goes. Right? So that's a barrier. That's a barrier. But if, if there's one team who can do it, I'm not going to, I mean, minus Italy, it's, it's, I'm going to put my, like, I'm going to back Germany on that one. I don't, I, I don't know. I think Germany. It's actually very, it's actually very special. Right? I, I, I think they're one of the leading dark horse contenders. Mm, definitely. I believe you guys forgot North Macedonia. North Macedonia. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, I'm backing Norway here, boys. The same Norway that couldn't win Scotland. Team. Uh, Erling Haaland and Erdegaard to rip this Euro tournament up. <laughs> you heard it here first. You know, wait, on... you know that they're from two ver- they're from two different nations, right? Um... Okay. <laughs> they're backing up now. Okay. <laughs> wait, who am I to wait? Yeah, that's the clip. But who am I thinking of? Who's who am I thinking of? Who from Denmark and plays is young and plays. There's a youngster as well. What's his name? Oh, we have a new Dusky moment. Yeah. No, 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 not. Oh, what's no? He's he's young. Plays for a big club. He's oh, who is it? And young Danish. He's Danish or he's um. What's the what's the country that has the red flag you know, with the dark blue cross? Norway. It's I. Oh, maybe it is or yeah, and it must be Odegaard. Shit. Sorry, I don't know why, but in my head, I, I honestly, you know what I'm, doing? I'm picturing his FIFA card, and I was like, nah, he's definitely from Denmark, right? No, you're right. It is him. Yeah, he's from. He's ah, he's from Norway. Never mind. Yeah, of course. All right. Well, yeah. You know what? I've taken limelight limelight off you, Sean. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Love you, Kate. <laughs> Yeah, no, no worries, man. No worries. I hate my life. We match well for Let's go. <laughs> uh, just to confirm, Odegaard is Norwegian. Okay, if we didn't know that. Thank, thanks, man, Cap. Just, just rubbing no it in. What is it, Fabrizio? Fabrizio Romano. Here we go. Odegaard is. Norwegian. <laughs> 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 oh my god. All right, guys. We'll wrap it up there. Um, it's very fun talking to you as always. Uh, yeah, so um, thank you to the audience for listening in. Uh, it's a tough hour and 20 minutes listening to the three here to talk about football. I hope you all enjoyed it. And we'll be back next week with our uh, recap of some Euro games, most notably England, Croatia, England, Scotland, and Germany, France. Any Euro games that interest us. So thank you all for listening.